Our focus is in support of the manufacturers. So whether it's breakdown work, specialty work, or overflow work, we plan on being there to support those captive heat treats. Our strategy is to create a cohesive group of heat treating companies and develop a reputation for consistent top quality, reliable delivery uh, that, that takes care of their customer bases and their employees. Uh, we expect to operate with a leader-servant culture which offers employment opportunities. An employment uh, location that is safe, challenging, rewarding, with personal growth to the best talent in the industry. We have a, a plan will get us to about 20 to 30 plants generating about $150 million in sales within the next five years. Welcome to this installment of Heat Treat Radio. I'm your host, Doug Glenn, publisher of Heat Treat Today. And today, we're talking with former Body Code CEO, John Hubbard, about his re-entry into the commercial heat treat market. I'm John Hubbard, and I am working with Calvert Street on acquiring commercial heat treating businesses. So before we find out more about Calvert Street and their strategy for entering the heat treat industry, Let's introduce you more deeply to John Hubbard. Turns out that John has been a heat treater for a long, long time. Well, I worked my way through university at Cleveland State University by being a night shift heat treater at Warner and Swayze. And when I got my degree in metallurgical engineering, um, and then I went on and got my PE with that, um, I became a metallurgical engineer for Warner and Swayze. And uh, while I was doing that, at night I got a, uh, an MBA. So I kind of balanced off the engineering with the uh, business uh, acumen. Uh, from After that, I uh, started uh, uh, several companies in the Cleveland area, which uh, ironically are still in business. They are micro-businesses, but they're still in business. And I uh, uh, got into the commercial heat treating business in uh, uh, 1976 with the Hinderlighter heat treating out of Tulsa and uh, uh, was with them for 20 years when I decided uh, based on body code approaching me that it made sense for me to uh, uh, do a tax-free stock swap with them and so uh, in uh, 96 uh, I sold the body coat and uh, in 2000 they asked me to come be the CEO uh, so I moved to England, and I did that till 2009. And we grew uh, Body Coat from being a uh, UK-centric company into a global company with uh, over 11,000 employees, 300 facilities in 32 countries, uh, doing about uh, uh, a little over a billion dollars in sales. As you can see, John is eminently qualified to be involved in merger and acquisition activity in the heat treat industry. But John was not just involved in running heat treat businesses. He was also very active in industry associations and received numerous awards. I asked John to put aside modesty for a moment and give us a brief summary. I have been very active in the heat treating society of ASM. Uh, I'm a past president. I received the uh, Distinguished Life Member Award and the Bodine Heat Treating Achievement Award. 
Very impressive. Anything else? I also was very uh, active in the Metal Treating Institute and served as president there as well as several terms on the uh, Board of Trustees. Nice. Any others? I was one of the founding members of the Center for Heat Treating Excellence. The Center for Heat Treat Excellence, or CHTE as it is referred to within the heat treating industry, is a heat treating consortium located at Worcester Polytechnic Institute in Worcester, Mass. Heat Treat Radio has interviewed several recent graduates of WPI on other episodes of Heat Treat Radio. You can find these interviews by searching Heat Treat Today's website for the keywords metallurgical poster children. But let's get back to John Hubbard because we haven't quite finished the list of honors John received over his many long years of service in the heat treat industry. Just recently, I was honored uh, with a surprise award. I received the uh, Hephaestus Award um, from Nitrex, uh, which, uh, given that I'm retired, was quite a surprise. John stepped down as the CEO of Body Coat and retired from the heat treat industry in 2009 and took some long-needed John time. But more seriously, John spent some of his retirement years helping a few of his many friends in the industry either prepare their heat treat shops for sale or help get them back on their feet, all pro bono work. During the period between 2009 and July of 2016, When John was approached and joined with Calvert Street, he was approached frequently by investment firms to come back into the industry and help them acquire commercial heat treat companies. Since I've been retired, I've been approached probably two times a year on average. uh, People wanting to do roll-ups in the uh, heat treating business, they usually have some fancy marketing report that they bought. Uh, and uh, they, they're all excited about it. Uh, I, I even was approached a couple times by uh, different uh, firms that wanted to do hostile takeovers of body coat. And uh, I, I have uh, uh, politely listened to everybody and uh, have walked away telling them that uh, I couldn't uh, buy into what they wanted to do and how they wanted to do it, and I didn't think that it was a good fit. That all changed when Calvert Street approached John. Uh, When I was approached by uh, Calvert Street, uh, I politely listened and was pleasantly surprised to find that they were a different type of uh, private equity company. Uh, They were the type of uh, private equity company that I'll refer to as blue collar. First of all, they're headquartered in Baltimore. Uh, second of all, they've, they've been in business just over 20 years and, uh, they have focused in, uh, industrial service roll-ups. And so, um, they have successfully, uh, bought companies in the industrial service sector and have been able to, uh, grow them and get them in a position where they could then uh, be uh, sold on as a successful company. So uh, the, the other thing ab- about it is they gave me, at, at the end of our discussion, uh, they gave me a list of about 50 ex-owners of businesses they bought over the uh, past years. Uh, I selected a random group of them and interviewed about eight of them 
and got unanimous glowing comments about how Calvert had been a uh, uh, a good steward of the company that they had owned and that they were uh, proud of the way that Calvert Street ran it. Uh, about half of those had left skin in the game, uh, a minority position, so they could get a second bite at the, ch- at the cherry, and they, and they stayed uh, active in the uh, operation and growth uh, that Calvert Street was, uh, was doing and, and uh, helped them execute their strategy. Um, so um, all of that gave me encouragement, uh, and I also got a chance to understand because they do focus on, on industrial uh, strategies and industrial services, that uh, and their private equity model is such that their investors have mostly made their money in the industrial service area. So their invest their investors understand the types of industries that they're investing in. Maybe not that specific one, but they understand the area of industrial services. And so they, they've got an investor base that is, is very supportive and empathetic as to what they are doing. Uh, the other thing is that, that they have a uh, very strong record in utilizing uh, experts in whatever field it is that they are growing their business. Uh, they don't come in and try and, and, and say, well, at Harvard, we were told in the case that this is how you do it. They work, they work with industrial experts um, to uh, accelerate growth, improve quality, invest in new opportunities, etc. So, so that was basically what attracted me to Calvert Street. Whenever an investment firm is involved, one of the first concerns is that the company will buy a business, cut it to the bone to make the financial documents smell pretty, and then quickly turn around and sell the company. John Hubbard. Well, it, it, it's a buy and build uh, strategy. Uh, the, the, the exit strategy will be down the road five or eight years from now. Uh, and, and so the key thing is, Calvert Street, again, what attracted to me is they have a track record of when they buy a company running it like they're going to own it forever. They make the investments that need to be made for future growth and to support it. They make the investments in people. They are not a typical company like a VC that comes in and strips out people and anything that doesn't move, uh, they strip out just to be able to turn around and flip it. That is not the way they do business. And, and quite frankly, that's the reason I never joined any of the other firms that had approached me, because that was the way they did business. Since Calvert Street picked up John in roughly July of 2016, they've been assembling a, a team of heat treat industry experts to help build their new organization. I asked John to tell us a bit about the key players that have been brought on board to date and to tell us a bit about the key players at Calvert Street. Uh, in this particular market sector, the two key partners at Calvert Street uh, are Andy John and Matt McLean. Both have uh, broad experience in the industrial service sector, but they make no pretense about being technical in our specific industry. To, to that end, we've hired uh, experts in our sector 
Today we have a team that uh, is headed by Mike Sobieski. Uh, he will be the CEO. I will be the chairman of the board. Uh, he's brought in Don Longinette, who is a facilities and equipment expert. Uh, I think about 18 years with Timken and about 12 years with uh, Body Coat. Uh, and uh, also, Lewis Lance has joined us. Lewis is a metallurgical engineer uh, and is a quality expert. So um, that's, that's kind of the base team that we have right now. It is safe to say that Calvert Street is fully committed, especially with the investment in this type of industry talent. Exactly what type of company are they looking for? What is their ideal company? Well, we're being very selective. We're looking for companies that have an excellent reputation for quality, service, and a respected team that is interested in both personal and professional growth. We're not interested in turnarounds at this time. Uh, as a new venture, the last thing we want to do is take on a bunch of problems that we have to try and solve. Interestingly, Doug, the, the uh, ones that we are furthest along on are companies that were not for sale, but have uh, kind of become engaged in dialogue with us and are moving along in the process. There are a large number of mom-and-pop heat treat shops in the United States, but there are also a fair number of multi-plant organizations. I asked John if he was targeting one or the other. Well, uh, quite frankly, we started out looking for a platform, which was a multi-plant group that we could acquire. Uh, we have worked through our prospects and have come away without successfully uh, getting one of those into, um, into close. So we have now shifted our, um, our strategy to single plant uh, acquisitions. I next asked John to comment on Calvert Street overall strategy for the next few years. Where are we now? Where do they want to be? And how do they plan to get there? Well, to start with, they, they've come to understand that heat treat's always been right for acquisition simply due to the fragmented nature. Sometimes a lack of interest by the next generation in taking over the business or lack of skill of the next generation to successfully operate the business puts a owner in a position where they need to find a buyer. Uh, other times, the owner wants to reduce their wealth concentration by taking some chips off the table, as I did when I did a tax-free uh, stock swap uh, with Body Coat many years ago. So, so there's always a certain amount of churn, I guess you would call it, in the ownership of businesses. And uh, as you know, there are not a lot of people actively buying heat treats at, at this time. Uh, so our strategy is to create a cohesive group of heat treating companies and develop a reputation for consistent top quality, reliable delivery, uh, that, that takes care of their customer bases and their employees. Uh, we expect to operate with a leader-servant culture, which offers employment opportunities, an employment uh, location that is safe, challenging, rewarding, with personal growth to the best talent in the industry. 
we have a, our plan will get us to about 20 to 30 plants generating about $150 million in sales within the next five years. We're still in the early stages, and that's one of the things I, I, I got Calvert Street to understand. Having done so many acquisitions myself in my career, I understand the timelines can be uh, drug out, and particularly when we're being very selective in who we're approaching and who we are truly interested in acquiring. So we have our strategy in place. We are actioning our steps in our quest to get the company from concept to reality. Uh, we hosted a get-together uh, one evening at FNA uh, last fall in, in Nashville. Had excellent attendance. Uh, we got to understand a little bit about the current state of the market. And, uh, uh, you know, we are working along the lines of uh, we've moved through the platforms that we were interested in. And, and by the way, as you know, there's only a handful uh, in, in the industry. And, uh, and uh, so now we are on to single plants that we're talking with. Uh, we've been reviewing the potentials that have shown interest and moving forward with due diligence on a couple. Uh, in reality, owners control the whole process. So it's impossible for me to predict when our first uh, one will be ready to be announced. But we're, we're uh, ready and eager. How will manufacturers benefit from Calvert Street's potential acquisition of commercial heat treaters? I asked John to address these aerospace, automotive, energy, and medical manufacturers directly. The fact is that a lot of work that goes to commercial heat treat is either specialty work, overflow work, or breakdown work from captive heat treats. So uh, commercials serve a very important role. Now, there are some companies which choose to say that heat treating is not a core competency. And in order to focus their resources on their core competency, they will outsource all their heat treating. Um, that can happen, um, but our focus is in support of the manufacturers. So whether it, it's breakdown work, specialty work, or overflow work, we plan on being there to support those captive heat treats. John, it's been a real pleasure. Thanks for spending so much time with us today. Doug, it's a real pleasure. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again and being able to call you with an announcement of an acquisition. That wraps up our interview with John Hubbard, former CEO of Body Code and current strategic partner with Calvert Street Capital Partners. If you're interested in talking to John, please feel free to contact me directly at Doug at heattreattoday.com and I'll put you in touch with him. If you'd like to know more about Calvert Street, feel free to visit their website at www.cscp.com. And if you'd like more Heat Treat Radio, including our series on metallurgical poster children, where we interview new young minds in the world of heat treating, please visit our website at www.heattreattoday.com and click on Heat Treat Radio. Visit the website frequently. We post one heat treat news or technical item nearly every weekday. Our content is targeted at manufacturers with in-house heat treat departments, especially in the aerospace, automotive, medical, and energy sectors. 
visit us at www.heattreattoday.com. And finally, if you have a topic you'd like to see covered on Heat Treat Radio, please contact me directly at Doug at heattreattoday.com. Heat Treat Radio podcasts are the sole property of Heat Treat Today and cannot be reproduced without permission and appropriate attribution. This episode of Heat Treat Radio was produced and mixed by Jonathan Condon, Butler, Pennsylvania. My name is Doug Glenn. Thanks for joining us.